0: I have a friend named Karen, and she speaks like four languages. She plays the guitar, She plays like, she's all like, you know, she's super worldly, she's a sommelier. She is, you know, one of the most easygoing girls, you know, you could probably meet. And I
1: feel like I want to tell her to change her name. I know, right? I just, it's so unfortunate. This is the Bad Life Choices Podcast, where our outspoken, opinionated, and caffeinated hosts break down a life choice we can all relate to. Tune in as True Originals' Sharita Janelle and her godmother Maria have funny and candid conversations, explore life's pitfalls, and inspire you to make better life choices. Okay, question for you. When you hear the name Karen, what comes to mind? Oh, it's so hard. <laughs> because... <laughs>
0: oh, it, 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 Okay, I will say it makes me cringe a little bit but it didn't used to when I, 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 when I hear the word Karen, it's almost like, I hear the, like
1: the, the shrill of a voice. <laughs> like,
0: like,
1: like, like whining and complaining and just being a bitchy. That's what like, I uh, think. Like, like nails. Oh, on, on a chalkboard. Chalk. Yeah. Yeah. Nails on a chalkboard. That's good. Yeah. And yeah. let me just, let me just say this, that, you know, Not every person who is named Karen is a Karen. And it's unfortunate that your name became associated with all the connotations that Karen brings up. And the only good connotation that I have of Karen, even though maybe she was a little bit of a Karen, was Karen from Will & Grace, because I love her. (gasps) Karen Walker, AKA Anastasia
0: Beaverhausen. Right.
1: (laughs) Exactly. But I loved her. But I mean, now Karen has become so synonymous with mostly not always mostly a woman, mostly a Caucasian woman who feels that she is entitled and feels like certain groups of people are beneath her and not um, worthy of certain things. And it's become kind of um, What's the word I'm looking for? It's become kind of synonymous with being racist, yeah. right? But do you, wait, do you know any Karens? Oh, God. Not, okay, 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 two things. Do you know
0: women named Karen? I do know. And do you know people whose, 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 okay, do you know women whose names should be Karen?
1: I, yes, and yes. Yes, okay. and yes. I know, okay. I know Karens who are not Karens. Yes. In the, um, they are Karens in the literal sense that their name is Karen, but they are not Karens in the sense that they act like what has become known to or a Karen to be. It really is just so unfortunate. And I feel for all the Karens and just putting this out there, we are not talking about you. If your name is Karen, because your name is Karen, we are just talking about the Karens of the world of the world. And then my, my art teacher in
0: at Liggett That's where I went to high school. Uh, Miss K, Karen Katanik. So she's double K's. And when the, like we all stayed in touch and when this whole Karen phenomenon came out, I posted on Facebook once. I was like, to the Karens in the world, how do you feel? And she responded and she was like, you know, she's like, I feel like I get targeted because she's definitely, she's not a Karen either. She gives me that kind of like, I mean, maybe this is what I remember. This kind of like San Francisco kind of hippie, easy kind of like a bohemian vibe. type of yes, thing. like yeah. like like what you would think an art teacher you know would be someone who's just very eclectic and just you know cool, like you know doesn't not uptight at all. Yeah. So she's definitely not a Karen either. But I don't know. Do you know why they why it's Karen? Why the
1: name Karen? I don't. I do don't do do you know why the name Karen came to be the label for that. Um, that would be interesting I guess to find out. I really don't know why it came to be, but and like we said before it is unfortunate, but the thing is that it's here and it's here to stay for a while I think. And
0: so but, but we're not just talking about karens in general because there's there's all kinds of karen but we are specifically today we're going to talk about work karen. Yeah, we're Karens. Because, because we, we kind of, we went back and forth on this topic because, um, you know, like, should we talk about this? Should we talk about Karens? And I felt like the easiest and most simple way to also get relatable information is at work because the kind of Karen you have at work is not the same kind of Karen you have in society. So, I mean, and I feel like a lot of people can have work karens that they're affected with and they just they equally feel the same about this person because you could you could probably say that your work karen doesn't have any racial like biases maybe she does and maybe she doesn't but more than likely it's more someone who just annoys the
1: shit out of you seriously very annoying (laughs) very annoying and can i just say that work karens can also be work kens i'm just throwing that name out there Yes. No, 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 That's the thing. I have. Oh, is that the thing? Is that what they call the male oh, version of Karen? Yes. Okay. Yes, hey, yes. I didn't know that. Okay. So it's a are thing. work, Karen's work, Ken's, I have had a work Ken. I have a work Ken story. Okay. Oh, this guy was the most annoying, the most annoying. So I retired from teaching. So mm-hmm. I'm in a school setting or was in a school setting rather. And, uh, I had been in this school for quite a while and he came in um from a different school and he just had this air about him that he was better than everyone else and he was that um teacher's pet type of person yeah so that was already annoying okay (laughs) and he just had this um he had this sense that he had this rule book and everybody needed to play by his rule book. And well, that's the only right way to do something. Exactly. So, um, no, Ken, sit your little happy bow tie ass down and <laughs> no, this is not going to happen. So, yeah, he was, um, he was just a douche and he was, there's no, there's nothing else to say about douche him. Douche Ken. He was, he was douche Ken. And So I was walking down the hallway with some of my coworkers. We had just dropped kids off to one of their special classes and we were bitching as coworkers do about things that were going on within the school, within the district, you know, just things that we were just so tired of. And because I am naturally loud, of course, my voice was the loudest. He was walking down the hall, the opposite direction. Right. And he turned around told me hushed me shushed me hushed me like yes like i'm a like- five-year-old yes i was like who are you talking to because I'm the, I mean, there's no there was no stopping to think about it nothing who are you he talking to? Speak to me right yes. who are you shushing because i'm looking around i i don't see any children around here i am a grown-ass woman who are you shushing ken who he was shushing you Fix your bow tie, Ken, because it's a little tilted. (laughs) And stop shushing because I am not a child. And so anyway, I guess he got pissed off. Because I basically told him um, go F yourself, Ken, (laughs) and didn't use that word. But basically, so then he runs into me on the way back, I'm going to pick Mm. my kids up. And I'm in the gym. I was talking to the gym teacher because I had a couple of minutes. And he comes and he steps up to me, like we're on a playground and we're about to fight. Oh, no. Oh yes! but he wasn't. But But, he wasn't. God, no, he was such he no, he's he was like, so scared. No. And but he came up there to tell me that he was going to tell on me, he was going Ah. to tell the principal.
0: The important pre-tattle. Yes.
1: The pre-tattle to the tattle. He was going to tell the principal on me because of how I was so loud in the hallway. And because I told him I wasn't going to shush and he was going to run and tell the principal. I said, do that. And also tell the principal that I said, go fuck yourself because that is how I feel, Ken. So, yeah. So you
0: guys are really good friends now, right?
1: No, he left. (laughs) (laughs) He left. (laughs) Thank God. Thank God he left. But I mean, he did this to a lot of people. He didn't he would carry around his binder. First of all, he was not he was not a teacher. He was Mm. not a teacher. Don't tell me how to teach. You're not an educator. You're not my administrator. You're not a principal. You're not an assistant principal. Don't tell me how to teach. I've been doing this a long time. Ken, stay out of my classroom. And I don't give a rat's ass about your binder. You can shove the binder where the sun don't shine. I, I mean, he was he it wasn't just me. Like I said, I mean I was very verbal about Are you it. sure? Are you sure? I am very sure it was not just me. He was so annoying. But anyway, that's he went around and he did this, you know, and he was. He was he would like run to the principal, like to tell on people. Are you five? Are you five? It was
0: and that's the thing. There is a level of of immaturity. that comes with being a Ken or Karen. So I haven't worked in an office in a while, but I do remember the last office that I worked at, there was a Karen there too. And this was back in like 2000, 12, 13, and no one even heard of that tone, let that, that term before. Yeah, um, and it was we. I worked in a very small office. There was no more than ten of us in this office, and somehow this particular woman who was in a managerial position, um, I mean, manager of ten. I mean, how many people can she actually manage?
1: She's still a manager, though.
0: Yes, yes, she was. She was. She managed to annoy everybody. Is what I was trying to say. She was her name, was, Karen. It was not okay, but she was I will a Karen. Not, I will not say her name because it was only there was only 10 of us, you could just Google and find it. Um, <laughs> you, you could probably go through the old employee list. But like, that was probably her. Yeah, I can I can tell I can tell. But I tell you what happened was in one particular instance, because I was I was HR at one point, I witnessed her ball up a sheet of paper and throw it
1: at someone. She <laughs> physically threw a paper ball at someone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Lord have mercy. She needs to go find the bow tie guy that I worked with because yeah, they're both because, fine. Be, because
0: that's that's well, that's one that's not allowed at work. Right?
1: You, you, it's, it's So just allowed mean, anywhere like on the streets, you're gonna ball up paper and throw it at someone. I mean,
0: what? maybe on the playground, but it is definitely not allowed at work in an office to your uh, direct and report to your anyone <laughs> did to anyone and she wasn't joking when she did it it wasn't like a ha, yeah she was snooty about everything um complained about a lot walked in late every day was one of the first people to leave thought that everyone liked her no one did mm-hmm. um the level and I talk about this a lot She had no self-awareness of when conversations should end, when not to insert herself in conversations. And it just, you know, so she didn't leave. I left. So (laughs) it was, it wasn't great. It wasn't great. But I mean, I don't work. I am fortunate enough. I don't work in an office right now. I work for myself, consult. Um, You're just retired. so we are not living this on a day-to-day basis um but i i can't wait to hear someone once we get this out there if you all have stories like please share them because i feel like I, because I know people like this, because Karen's essentially, they create like the toxic work environment. Th- they are that's in a toxic work the- environment. <laughs>
1: they are. They may,
0: they may not be the whole thing because people's bosses can be kind of toxic too, even not be Karens in the same time. Well,
1: that's, this is true because they yes. are, they are like collaborating with the Karens, but we're, we're talking about, it's funny that you should say that because we're talking about different types of, workplace Karens, and they can yes. be your they can be your superiors, your bosses, mm-hmm. they, can, they be can be your co workers. And they can also be who you were, you were not a Karen, but you were HR no. for a little bit, they can be HR too. And these people can make people's lives hell at work. I,
0: I would say the worst the worst Karen is probably HR. Because then like, who do you report her to? Right.
1: <laughs> like, And if you have a Karen in HR, and that Karen is friends with with your boss, right? Or with another Karen that's out there, a coworker. You got two Karens together. Mm, that's Karinas, a, right? <laughs> we are, and 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 we we love all the Karinas out there. But no, seriously, I mean, you you've got them. You they can be anywhere, so you're kind of battling, you know, on a battlefield by yourself, it almost feels like against, you know, these people that are kind of collaborating against you. So I love, I mean, we both, I love, uh, I'm going off a little bit. I love Doodle,
0: Noodle the Doodle, Doodle Dog. It's Instagram, we'll link to it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The dog is a little, it's a poodle. Noodle, Noodle the Poodle. That's what it is. Um, <laughs>
1: noodle the Doodle. The, the, do, doodle, is a Noodle or Doodle? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I can't remember.
0: But this dog on Instagram, I swear to God, works with the worst people. And she is also the worst employee. The dog sits and holds the mug up to his face with his most discerning look like, you asked me to do what again? Mm, and then pulls out whiskey, puts it in the cup, <laughs> drinks. Some, like, I this, so i I. But I'm I, I imagine that these reactions come from a place of honesty because the, the dog has so many followers and people can relate because this is what happens at work. I mean, when your coworkers lead you to drink, um, stress is for real. And it is yes. not, it's, it's not healthy when you have to wake up, go to work and know that you are dealing with a personality that is not conducive, is not helpful, is not helping you you know reach your goals. It's its making it harder for you to do your job. And especially if you don't like your job already, then it's just kind of like, why go? Exactly. Oh,
1: right, you need to pay your bills. But right. Well, yeah, you've got to pay your bills. So you have to have some kind of money coming in. But so. All right, so we're talking about different things that Karens do, right? And one of the things yes. that Karens are hugely known for are gaslighting mm. because they will look at you in the face and they will tell a complete lie and say it with such determination and finesse that everybody around them believes them.
0: So for those who don't know, I mean, I don't have the official definition in front of me, but or I should say the Oxford or the Merriam-Webster, but gaslighting is a form of manipulation to where you are, you you, you tell a story or your re, like reference to an incident is false, but it also makes the person that's involved in the story feel as though that what actually happened didn't happen. And even if they were in the right, they're painted as the person who was wrong. Exactly. So it's a way it's it's I don't know why do they call it gaslighting either? We gotta start looking. Yeah, the I don't know. I don't know why they call so, it. So but it is, it is a form of manipulation to where you know what you did, you know what happened. But the person who was clearly in the wrong makes turns it to almost where it's, it's your fault. You did this. You caused this. Absolutely. It was your reaction or your your actions or your memory is false. No, I I only was trying to help you. You got upset at me. And when actually I got upset at you because you were screwing everything up, you know, that kind of thing, right. you kind
1: of you leave that part out of the story. Or so. like so there's a meeting and you as an employee were supposed to work with the Karen. You were supposed to do one thing and pass it off to Karen and then Karen was supposed to finish up the task. And you go to the meeting and boss asks Karen for the file on you know the Johnsons. The Johnsons, exactly. For the file <laughs> on the Johnsons and Karen looks at the boss and says, "Um, Walter didn't give me the file on the Johnsons." And Walter's like, "I did give you the file on the Johnsons." And she's like, "No, you didn't." And looks at the boss, "He never gave it to me." And the boss's like, Walter, why didn't you give Karen the file or whatever her <laughs> name is? And well, just <laughs> on your desk. Exactly. And Walter's like, but I did give to- Walter, you must be mistaken. You did not because if you had given it to Karen, Karen would have it to give to me right now.
0: You, you start going crazy.
1: Exactly. Exactly. This is what happens because yeah. Karen's do that. Karen's are good at manipulation and that's yes. what they do. But why? And that's not a good skill to be good no, at. No, why? Like why are you such a miserable person that you're trying to just make everybody else around you miserable? Why? I don't know.
0: And the cra- the crazy thing about uh, like <laughs> about Karen's, I know this is going to more.
1: But they they have friends at work. Yeah, yes, absolutely they have friends at work. <laughs> and the friends think that Karen is wonderful. Yes, yes, they're not
0: they're not some like they- isolated person. No, I mean, there are people don't, don't get me wrong. People don't like them, but they, they somehow are likable to some.
1: Well, like Karens can rally the troops around them. Yes. yes. And when they do that, then Walter's standing there looking crazy and Walter's wondering, is he really crazy? Like, did Hmm. I really give her the folder? Did I not give her the folder? What is going on Hmm. here? Because I feel like I'm going crazy. So, and then it's like the the reason you say
0: they, Karen's not a rally because they always, not I shouldn't say always, I hate to use that word, but they have a tendency to bring people onto their side. Like next thing you know, you're on an email and then someone's cc who has nothing to do with it, but they're only CC'd when, the, when Karen has responded to make the point to, to bring them in as if she needs backup right. support as as if like what you were the conversations you all were having
1: alone weren't wasn't sufficient like that that always about why she cc her well she i think karen's also cc people because they try to intimidate the walters they try oh. to intimidate the walters or they want to make the walters just shut up and stop mm-hmm. talking about things because karen knows that she's being a karen and she's trying to do everything to stop Walter, from or from letting everybody know that she's a Karen.
0: It's it's this the like it's 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 weird because I feel as though there's this level of they have no problem dishing it out, but when it comes back to them, it's like oh oh you said that to me
1: yeah it's it, that can they can never ever be any source of controversy they can't be the one that's being picked on so to speak it can it, no because everybody else is wrong and it's poor me and do you see what they're doing to me do you see what is happening to me it's all about me it's all about
0: me but 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 it's not it's not and to have the mouths that they do the The skin is so thin.
1: Oh, so so thin, so thin, so thin.
0: thin. I mean, so I I I
1: remember actually.
0: I'm not going to tell this story.
1: (laughs) Okay, don't tell the story. But while you're thinking about the story that you're not going to tell, so yes, let me ask you a question because you were in HR. Yes. So, um, you were in a small company.
0: But true. Did you? A- I've worked for larger companies. Okay, but in this particular sense, I was I was in the small. company. So when
1: yes. you were in HR in the smaller company, did you ever have anybody complain to you about a Karen in your workplace?
0: Yes, they complained about the person. Oh, the person that threw the paper ball. Yes, but that's not when they complained. They can, it was other things. There was, the, but the problem was, this person was friends with the. Man, the top person. So she had the the
1: big boss on her side. Oh. It, was, it was it was just uh, a Karen, Karen. It was just a three ring Karen at that time. Yes,
0: yes. I worked at Karen Inc. Karen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes.
0: So you can Google that. Huh? Yes.
1: But see, that's what happens. And the thing is that Karen's use HR departments as like their own personal security guards, their own yes. personal you know police or whatever, they always they always have to run to somebody to tell. Just like the bow tie yes. guy that I worked with, they always have to run to somebody to tell because they cannot handle their own situations and their own problems.
0: This this particular Karen was so bad that this lady started on a Monday. She resigned to me, gave me her letter of recognition on Friday. She said, "I don't, I can't do this anymore." She. It took so- five days. That's all someone could handle. That's ridiculous.
1: Her. Four, five days. And oh, but she was friends with the boss, so that's why nobody. Okay, well, I can't. I just, I, I, I can't. That's just. That's too much. That's just the
0: number much. of people that were in the role that reported to her. That was the only turnover we had in the whole office. <laughs>
1: was the person the direct report to this person? So. Which, (laughs) wow. Which brings me to my next point about the effects that Karens can have on people. So we were talking about earlier that they can make you feel like you're crazy, right? Yes. Because after so long, somebody telling you, no, you didn't give me the file, Walter. Walter, you did not give me the file. Walter, I never got the file from you, Walter. Walter, you must have left the file elsewhere, Walter. You must have given it to somebody else, Walter. I never received a file. does Karen say Walter's name every time? Every time, yeah, for dramatic effect. For dramatic effect, every time. Okay, okay, just just checking. Just checking and then checking. Walter's like. What the hell did I give her the file? I thought I gave her the file. Maybe I didn't give her the file starts to screw with your head, right? It starts to affect your mental health. It makes you feel anxious. You feel Mm -hmm. nervous. You feel less than you don't feel like, you know, like you're doing your job, like you're being good enough. So it really, really starts to mess with you. And that's exactly what their goal is. And you I mean, the the. The
0: the main thing though is like when you're at work and you you start developing this stress, this tension, and you don't have anyone or where to go to, how do you vent? How do you make a report? How do you set the record straight? And a lot of times, and this is the thing that we don't have the answer because a lot of times you don't. And a lot of people just have to like next thing you know, you're unhappy, you're you're drinking with your friends that is the only outlet because there is when I find that when work environments go toxic they very rarely like most relationships they cannot be fixed there are when organizations have problems in their core within the company culture it it is highly likely that they're not going to be fixed so if you find yourself in a situation where is a toxic work environment you have to leave because you can't sit and just say, oh, we're, we'll, we'll, we'll deal with this. We're gonna deal with this. We notice this. No, 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 no. It's a problem. Just like people, you can't
1: take take your office to therapy. Like
0: right?
1: that's not, that is that is not I mean, a thing. There are things that that people can do and there are things that that workplaces can do to help these situations that we are gonna talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing or a couple things I wanna talk about before that, um, we talked about how it's not good for your mental health, right? It isn't. But <laughs> those are facts. Those are facts. But think about this now. Let's say, you know, Walter is, is doing his thing and Walter um, likes this company and this is really what he wants to be doing. But he doesn't want to be doing it at this level for the rest of his life, right? He's just beginning his career and his thing is that he wants to advance and move up. Well, if you have a Karen that doesn't like you for whatever reason they're going to do everything in their power for you not to advance so you may get looked over for promotions and you know advancements and other things so it's going to also it's not going to just affect your mental health which can in turn like you said affect your physical health right yes, uh, yes. and also re- affect your other relationships because if you're miserable at work then you're going to vent to your friends yes. or your family and you know eventually people are going to be like oh my god just leave the job you know because they're going to be sick of hearing it but like you said earlier you need a paycheck so sometimes right. you're kind of stuck but you're also going to be stuck at a level that you shouldn't be stuck at because you are capable and you have these, you know, these abilities and you have what it takes to be in a higher position. But Karen's gonna make sure that you don't get there because Walter, you don't get the key to the door to open that next door. You have to stay right there. You are not going to escape the escape room, Walter. (laughs) (laughs) That's not happening. Since
0: when does work become the escape? I don't know. Sometimes (laughs) it
1: feels like it. For me, sometimes it felt like it. Like get me out! I have to find the door. Like I need to leave.
0: You do. You do. Yeah. And then also, I mean, and if you sit and you try to test the like, and and I'm gonna say, what I say, test like, you know, test Karen. Like, oh, really? You you want to go there? More than likely, you're gonna be the one who gets fired, not her.
1: Oh, uh, I'm not gonna say hundred percent. I'm gonna say like ninety. A good 90, 95%. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Because Karen has all these tricks up her sleeve and yes. she's got her little ducks in a row and she's just going to keep firing out. Boom, 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 boom. Until finally, you know, Karen's boss, your boss, mutual boss, whatever is going to be like, no, Walter, you have to go.
0: Because you find yourself replying to emails in all caps. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You find yourself like no longer using, you know, the proper jargon. According to my last email, didn't you see what I said? Right. Like it just, yeah. It you you it when the pro when your politeness goes out the window, you know that you've gone too far.
1: Yeah. Yes. It it, it becomes a problem. But the, like you said, unfortunately, the victims are the ones. The Karen victims are the ones yes. that are probably yes. going to end up paying for it, which is terrible. So what do you do now as a worker in, in an environment, yeah. whether it's a small company, large company, whatever the case is, what do you do to protect yourself from a Karen? Keep your head down. Keep, well, no. no, we're not going to keep <laughs> no, our no. heads down. <laughs> we are not. We are going to hold those heads up high and we are going to take steps. So yes, what I can tell you from from experience, not just with Karens, just with Anything in the workplace, document, document, document.
0: Yes, that is that that is the key because all of a sudden you want to have a complaint. They're like, "Oh, really? How long is this going on? Um, since March first, two thousand seventeen. Here's a list of all of the days and times and and because that is the proof. And even though it's your documentation, unless you are a psychopath, no one just crazily just documents things randomly. You, Karen if, does. <laughs> you you will have you know the date and the time you said karen came up to me in my desk she did she said this she said this um i responded with this and i thought the the situation was resolved or or you know the situation wasn't resolved or whatever it it may or may not be um because having that paper trail is what even if as long as hr isn't karen that's what they're going to turn to to see you know who who is correct who needs to be Reprimanded, who needs to be put on probation? who needs to be let go? Right. so
1: yes yeah, so that's a, such a good point. Yeah. Documentation is so important and I think one of the best forms of documentation um, is email because it's not going anywhere yeah if you, you know and you, so you but who are have- you emailing? You have to email. Well, first of all, you have to keep track of the emails. Let's say Karen is sending you emails and CCing seeing other people. You're going to have to keep track of those emails and you're also going to have to respond to them. But you're going to have to respond to them in a way that you are going to rise above Karen. You are not going to respond to them when you're mad. You can you can type out all the stuff and then go back and delete everything and then you can write an email that sounds like you have some logic and some common sense and that you are not a Karen as well and respond to those, you know, respond to those emails because Karens don't expect you to respond. Like we said before, Karens want to hush you yeah
0: but also if you have a meet if so let's say that this does get to a point to where you have a meeting with someone whether you you talk to hr about it and you sit down with them because a lot of times these conversations happen in person mm-hmm. so if you go to your boss you go to your hr representative and you let them know hey just wanted to come in let you know about an incident that happened and you don't know uh, they, they listen to you they they may take notes or whatever after you leave that office go back to your desk Write them an email. Say just to follow up on our last meeting. This is what was discussed, and this is what you said. So now you have documented the meeting, even though it because it was sit down. Because you don't know what someone you know what they've written, and something that's said in person is always hearsay. One hundred percent. You summarize it and then send it to them, and then that's the proof right there. And then if you have to mention this, even if it's not a um a formal meeting, you know you come in one day and then after the end of the meeting you let them know send them another email. Hey, I just wanted to document that what what we discussed in this last meeting. And there you have it. Because when they say, well, I wasn't aware that you had a complaint really, because I sent you 17 emails.
1: Right, exactly. I used to do that (laughs) when I used to speak to like my principal about something. And um, they used to, you know, say things to me in the meeting. I used to go right back to my room, get on my laptop, per our conversation that we had at your, in your office at one o'clock, you know, from one o'clock until one fifty three, that's it that's that, that, 153 that, that, whatever 153? yes 153 we had we had weird bell times so anyway um you know the following you know i've i've um enacted the following or i've you know whatever it just whatever you whatever you talk <laughs> what did about, you do whatever you <laughs> talked about or just to just to reiterate what they said so like you said there can be some kind of a paper trail because it's all hearsay, the in person. Yes. Stuff. And if you go to a meeting, and if you have the emails, print them out. Yes. Oh, print them out. Take them with you.
0: Yeah. I mean, I hate wasting paper. But yeah.
1: yes. But in this instance, <laughs> use the paper, use the ink, do it, print them out, print out several copies, because you don't know who's going to be there. And you will have copies for everyone. Everyone. Here you go. Copies for everyone. You get a copy, and you get a copy. (laughs) They are they are collated, right? It's staple. Now,
0: exactly laminated, right? (laughs) The here is a a SD drive with them on there as well. Here is so (laughs) yeah. Okay, so yeah, so as a as an employee, it's it's documentation, it's talk, and honestly, like if people aren't listening to you unfortunately you know you know what you have to do a lot of people and that's this is what a lot leads a lot of people to change jobs they want to find a workplace that's more conducive to their mental health and finally companies are realizing that this is something that they need to focus on as well because the cost of headcount i mean replacing people it is a very costly process when someone leaves. Because the time that it takes to find replacements, to advertise it, to interview, interview, to get someone up to speed, that's lost revenue. And they it is always less expensive to keep an employee than mm-hmm. to have to replace it. So companies are finally realizing how valuable their staff are. And they are doing some things to to make changes within their com- company culture. I said though, that some, some companies will never, I'm just saying, that's just going to be the fact Yeah, they are just toxic, but like with anything, not everything's going to be great. But I mean, I know a person like uh, a person whose job was they worked for, I was like, what do you do? They worked for um, a survey company. I was like, what do you mean? And I, and I can't remember the name of the company now, but their job was they would go into companies, they would sell their services and they would, They would uh, put out surveys to the employees, and they would touch on different things, and they would actually poll the employees to see how they liked working there, what areas Mm -hmm. they need to work on, and then from the results of the survey, because I mean, they weren't just like, "Do you like it? Yes or no." I mean, these were (laughs) this was more in-depth questions that, that that were being asked, and then they would then talk to management, provide this critical feedback and then management would be able to implement changes. They would, they would suggest changes that need to be made. And that was a way to keep these employees happy. And the fact that companies, the the company was doing that period gave the employees more confidence to know that, oh,
1: maybe they do care about, well, and I'm not just a warm body in the seat. No, seriously. And a lot of what a lot of companies are doing now is they're bringing in third parties, like you said, yeah, because. People don't want to hear somebody that's in their company that went to some workshop or some professional development somewhere about, you know, work Karens and why they should be banished and why they shouldn't be there and all that good stuff. Talk to them about it. They want to hear somebody who is an expert on it, somebody who's not biased, somebody who has nothing to do with the company. So a lot of places, a lot of companies, corporations are bringing in these third parties to speak to their staff about this problem. And they're also speaking to management and trying to give them some tips on what to do to um, establish a better workplace.
0: I mean, and then there's also, I mean, companies do, they're off sites, they do these team building things. Mm-hmm. And I would say, a lot of these are annoying, I will say, because they are. <laughs> but it's, it's good in spirit because these team building because you want to be able to work as a team. And In order to work as a team, you kind of need to like the person. In order to get to like someone, you got to get to know them. And In order to do that, you got to not sit at your desk and stare at your screen all day. So I get it in theory, um, but I mean, I think that they need to be uh, they need to be making sure that these are actual activities. That are going to get people to mingle, like I, not just happy hours, because that just that just gets to me. The more you drink, the worse. Right. The worse no, they come have
1: to be activities, but you know they have to be controlled activities because yes. you can't let the clicks all be on the same team, so to speak. Exactly. You have to exactly. mix up people, and you have to put them in an environment with people that have backgrounds that are different than theirs and people that they normally wouldn't hang around. And it it can't be a work related thing. It has to be something fun, lighthearted, like you said, team building so they can get to know them on a different level. And that might start to alleviate some of the problems in the workplace, because maybe they'll look at them as, you know, a, a person instead of looking at them as some kind of a bother or somebody that is less than. Companies need to start doing offsites like in the Caribbean. Okay, that I'm all for that. I'll go back to work for that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like, I don't care. You wake up in the morning, you have break. Like, we can have like, you know, two, three hours of conferences. We, you know, we sit in a little room and then next thing you know, we're on the beach. Right. Like if that's, if, if that's what it takes to, to get us together, then yes, we will, we will have the management meetings, the, the sales meetings, all of that.
1: All of the meetings on, on the beach. On the beach. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Give me yes. the beach. Let me hear the waves. Let me, you know, smell the sea and drink my margarita, and I will do all the team building you want. Thank you. And I will go back to work. I will find a job so I can go back to the team building. But you're sitting here in the interview process. Where do you all do your offsite? Right. So can- what kind of team building do you do? And um, do you do it somewhere where a passport is needed? That is my question. Thank you very much. So, yeah. But I think those things are great, um, great things for companies and corporations to do. But the other thing that I think is really important is that if there are people that are just relentless, they're just relentless Karens, no matter what you do, no matter what kind of team building, no matter the people that you bring in to talk about them, they just won't stop, then they need consequences and they have to be dealt with. Because you cannot, as as a manager, as a boss, as the president of a company, CEO, whatever the case is, first of all, you don't want your company to have that reputation. And second of all, you do not want your employees to go through that. You don't. So you don't. You have to hold people accountable. And if Karen has to lose her job, bye-bye, Karen. Okay? Because you cannot do that to all the Walters of the world. You just can't. (laughs) <laughs> poor Walter, poor Walter. And just
0: remember, if any job is stressing you out so much to where you feel is like you cannot, you you don't want to go to work, not just because you don't want to work and you'd rather be on the beach, right. but to where it is literally affecting your health, your blood pressure, your mental state, then, you know, talk to someone and get on LinkedIn, polish up that resume because there are companies out there that do value their employees and going to work may not be the best thing you can do, but it should not
1: kill you. Absolutely not.
0: Bad choice. Good story. Lesson learned. Thanks so much for listening. Like what you've heard. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast, like this episode, and follow us on Instagram and TikTok. For more bad life choices, tune in next week.